What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 292 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion strength company and Not Born This Way brand. All right, so guys, if you've been following along, I am on day 74 of 75 Hard. Uh, So the 75 Hard Challenge, for those of you who don't know or haven't been following along, is a, a challenge created by Andy Frisella from First Form as a mental toughness challenge, a way to uh, develop and acquire uh, habits that are healthy and uh, productive and just kind of make you mentally stronger and more disciplined. Um, it's not designed to be a physical transformation challenge, although I believe if you follow it as prescribed, uh, it should be. Uh, I'm going to post my results on Wednesday uh, from a before and after standpoint, and I think you'll see that it it does have potential to be a physical transformation program. That's not the point, but it's a side effect of it, so to speak. The program consists of pretty simple rules that you must follow for 75 days. If you miss any single one of them any day at all, even if I miss something today, i got to start over. It's only uh, self-accountability, self-driven, so you... Uh, you know, you have to follow the rules. You can cheat if you want. You can easily not complete your tasks or say you did or whatever, but you know, you, you would know that you're full of shit. So anyway, the, the program is uh, two workouts every single day, 45 minutes at least each. One of them has to be outside. Uh, typically, my workouts outside have been walks, uh, usually evening walks with Kristen, my wife. She's doing it as well. Uh, I don't believe it has to be some intense interval sprinting type of thing. Uh, It certainly can be, depending on your goals, your age, and so forth. But for me, uh, it was cardio walking outside. I tried to keep a a pace enough to make it a sweat and a little bit of a low-intensity cardio, but it wasn't anything. uh, I wasn't running every single time. Uh, When it was warmer out, and in the beginning of the challenge, I did do some more sprinting and running. But uh, as time went on, I ended up doing more just outdoor walking together with my wife. Um, which led to nice quality time, I will say. Um, All right, two workouts a day, uh, one gallon of water every day. In my opinion, the hardest part, and I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, Full gallon of water every day. Uh, Follow a diet. Now, the diet is not prescribed by Andy or 75 Hard, but it is up to you to work with a nutritionist, work with a coach, come up with one myself, but you have to have some kind of diet program to follow. You can't have any cheat meals, no junk food, no sweets, no any of that crap, and no alcohol. So when he says no junk meals, what that means is a lot of times when people are following a a different kind of diet approach. So let's say you're following more of a bodybuilder protocol. Uh, It's not uncommon on a very strict, restrictive diet to have cheat meals or cheat days prescribed by your coach as a way to break kind of the monotony of the strictness. Um, And I believe, I mean, whether there is some physical benefit to that or not, I don't know, but I know there's some mental benefit to that for people who are training for bodybuilding contests and stuff like that where they're really strict. Um, My approach to diet was different, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but cheat meals on this plan are not allowed. So even if you're following a bodybuilder type protocol, which typically would involve cheat meals or cheat days, they are not allowed on this program. Um, you also need to do 10 pages of reading a night. The, the reading needs to be um, 
a real book, hard copy book, not uh, an audio book, not on Kindle, but an actual book. And it should be a self-help, non-fiction type book, not just a pleasure-reading fiction book. Uh, I think that's it. I'm driving and I'm going by memory, but I, I think that's the plan. So I'm on day 74. Uh, I've updated this. I did a podcast, I think, around day 50-ish. Um, and I've been trying to do somewhat daily updates on my Instagram story. But I think the surprising thing for most people about today would be um, that it's completely anticlimactic. Like, I think other people who have been following along are more excited for me to finish tomorrow than I am. Uh, And I want to dive into that a little bit because I'm kind of surprised, to be honest, that I feel so, like, no big deal about tomorrow. And I think, ultimately, that's a good thing. And let me explain. My only real comparison for something like this is when I was training for bodybuilding contests back in the day. So for about 10 years, from age 21 to 31, uh, I competed in bodybuilding contests several times a year. And that was my, that was my everything at the time. Um, my, my total focus was bodybuilding contests and training for them, preparing for them. And I uh, really loved the preparation for them. And what I loved about it was having something to be so clearly focused on. Uh, it's very kind of simple, meaning as one day, there's one challenge. You have to be ready for this one day, be in the best shape you can possibly be. So I liked the clarity of focus there. It left no no room for error. Like there was no question on what I was trying to do and when it was going to be. Um, I like that. And I like that about this. So my whole life, I mean, so I I stopped competing, you know, 20 years ago. Now, anybody that's ever competed or been in that kind of shape would probably be lying if they didn't say, if they said they didn't enjoy looking that way, right? Um, I don't know about feeling that way. (laughs) Maybe feeling about three weeks out. You know, when you're at bodybuilding contest day, you will feel pretty shitty because you're at like 3% body fat and completely dehydrated. So um, you look good, but uh, you also look like pretty gaunt and like concentration camp-ish. So let's say a couple weeks out though, you're lean, you're hydrated, you're eating well, you feel good. I think most people would be happy to look like that year round, uh, me included. But uh, in the 20 years since I've competed, I've never looked like that again because um, I've never had that impending goal or do it, you know, D-Day over my head that I had to be in shape by a certain time. So the it would be nice to look like that. It would be great to be like that for summer or for this weekend or for three months from now was never a strong enough motive to actually do what it took to look like that. And I think this is my biggest takeaway from this now is because I'm on a challenge, I have stuck to things and done things that I wouldn't have normally done if I was just, quote unquote, trying to eat better or trying to lean out a little bit or wanting to get in better shape or wanting to be in the best shape of my life. Like I've said that, I've thought that, but I've never been ruthlessly committed to it in the past 20 years because there was never anything calling me to it, right? Meaning that it would be nice to look good for the beach, but 
it's Friday night. I look pretty good anyway. Fuck it. I'm going to have a couple whiskeys, right? I'm going to have dessert. I'm going to have pizza. It's just, and I'm not even saying that that's a bad attitude. I'm just saying to get the results that I've gotten from this program, I've gotten them because I have given myself, you know, Andy talks about zero compromise. I did not allow myself to ever miss any of those things for one single day for 75 days in a row. So I've worked out 150 times. I've had, drank, you know, 75 gallons of water. Um, I've not cheated on my diet one time in 75 days, so two and a half months. So uh, my body looks a lot different. Um, and, and I think the reason it's anticlimactic for me is, A, uh, I'm pumped about the way I look, the way I feel, um, and I want to continue... I'm not going to continue the challenge per se, right? So if, if on Thursday or Wednesday, whatever I'm doing, I'm done. If I don't drink a full gallon, um, you know, I don't drop out of the challenge. Like I'll probably drink three quarters of a gallon every day because that seems to be the comfortable point for me to feel hydrated and good. The extra quarter gallon was excessive. And just because it was the, just because it was the contest, I did it, but I definitely didn't need it. Not for my size. I could tell the point where I was like, all right, now I'm just fucking saturated, right? And this is pointless. So, um, you know, I probably will have um, one uh, old-fashioned uh, the next time I go out to a nice dinner with my wife. But I'm not going to get into the, back into the habit of having two or three uh, just because it's Tuesday night and I feel like relaxing, right? Uh, I'm not going to have indiscriminate pizza I'm going to save it for when I really want it, but I'm not going to get it every single time we get it for the kids, which might be once a week. Um, just because I'm, I'd rather look the way I do than have that short-term pleasure. But it took me to get to this point to acknowledge that, right? So um, the anticlimactic part is that I'm not planning to have some big celebration on Wednesday and like start eating ice cream and shit and celebrate, which is what I did with bodybuilding contests. You know, the contest was a thing. So it was uh, climactic because that was your contest day, right? You got to compete. You got to see how you did. It was very dramatic. And then afterwards, I would completely binge for at least two or three days, maybe a week, literally gain 15 to 20 pounds. Um, and that was kind of climactic and awesome in a weird way, but in also like you know, counterproductive to what I'm doing now. Now, at the, you know, this is, I'm going to get into a little bit of the weird psychology of a bodybuilder. Back then, I was always trying to get bigger. So after a bodybuilding contest, when you are very lean and feel very small and, and thin, I wanted to get bigger. So eating and gaining 20 pounds in a week felt actually awesome. Even if ultimately some of it was fat, I just felt like I was still getting bigger for my next contest. So it didn't really, as ironic as it sounds, it wasn't necessarily counterproductive to my goals at the time. My goals are different now. You know, my goals now are to maintain um, a different level, to to be healthier, um, you know, to look a certain way. I, I have this thing where I'm like, I'm, I might not be look a certain way that I would like to or somebody else does but for my age is where I'm thinking now all right man I have a mission to see like what can I do at my age now right with my, with the in, the in the circumstances that I'm in the resources that I have everything that I'm in what can I do with myself now how how far can I take my body for a 52 year, two year old dude 
so like those are my challenges so knowing that i want to continue to do that uh i don't plan on having any big you know my thursday this week my friday this week's not going to look much different than today um because i'm going to maintain uh you know 90 percent of what i've been doing anyway right so it's anticlimactic in that way but i think the benefit of that is that for someone who's thinking about doing a challenge like this or anything of this type that's a good thing right because what i would not want to be feeling right now is oh my god i'm almost there i can't wait till i'm there i can't wait till i'm there that usually is a sign that i'm barely going to make it and then i'm going to go drastically different when it's over and again if, if someone's doing this to to change habits and make things last you know um that's a bad thing um there is no there is no contest there is no celebration there's no people waiting at the finish line for me you know like i said i got online support people cheering for me my wife and i did it together which is hugely helpful and i'm excited for us to be done i'm really proud of super proud of her i'm more proud of her than i am of myself but like other than that there is no big fucking parade for me you know there's no trophy there's no nothing um so i'm just more excited to see how far i can take myself now that i know how far i've been able to go so far and and again all things considered two and a half months is like not that long to really radically transform your body or your life routines or things of that your health so the fact that i've made the changes i've made in the last two months uh, i'm pumped about that two and a half months rather and i want to see what i can look like in the next 30 days in the next 30 days so uh the takeaway here is what did i do like why was this so different than the bodybuilding competition days where i was binging for a week after and now i'm gonna just keep cruising um i've i've been interested intrigued by tried to learn about study you know nutrition and and the the human body for as long as i've been interested in bodybuilding which was since i was like 19 um and I've tried a lot of it myself. I've changed my opinion on a lot of things. So my opinion now, having done this this way for the first time, and I'll explain what that is, I have a very different outlook for your normal person. So I'm not going to get into dieting for a bodybuilding contest or a physique contest or something of that nature if you are trying to achieve like 3% body fat level shit. Uh, that you'd have to talk to Andrew or some of my other uh, connections online who are competitive bodybuilders um, because there are some details to that. You know, that sport of getting the body fat down, it's about maintaining every ounce of muscle, if not gaining muscle. And it's about an appearance level and a, a super low body fat level. It's, it's very different from the normal person who wants to just lean out and look better but actually still feel mentally capable and uh, not in a bad mood every fucking day like you are when you're a bodybuilder. Or the athlete who wants to get smaller or lighter for weight classes but still needs to be able to perform and have energy. So um, I'm going to, you know, generalize here, but typically in a bodybuilding program, uh, in my experience anyway, the protocols would be basically keeping your protein super high, increasing it, and playing with your carbohydrate intake as your way of uh, changing calorie levels and cutting down. And the and the theory being you kept your protein really high to protect all your muscle mass and you cut your carbs low to promote fat burning. 
Um, so that's one approach. And like I said, it, it's worked and I've gotten shredded that way, but uh, I usually felt pretty bad. This time I took more of a balanced diet, uh, just smaller portions approach, which in the past, honestly, I've kind of like not believed in. Um, but, and I'm not saying, again, I, I will caveat this. I didn't incorporate shit food soda chips junk in my you know there's a lot there's something they call the macros plan where you count your macros you just count your protein your carbs your fat your calories and hit your daily goals regardless of what quality foods make up those calories you can lose weight and and attain your goals you know there's something to be said for that too i don't know what i did was eat clean right so no junk right so for me junk would be candy chips ice cream that type of stuff but i also didn't have i cut out pizza pasta uh not pasta per se not not like grains of and plain pasta but i didn't have meat lasagna i didn't have pizza i didn't have stromboli like things that would be when i'm not watching i would definitely eat that and i would easily overeat my portions and calories with that so i've been following uh I've been eating a lot of prepared meals from a company called Clean Eats that's local here. Uh, I do believe they're across the country. They're a franchise. But they're just healthy, uh, pre-made meals that I buy frozen and reheat. And the reason I like that is a lot of the reason I have I have trouble with this in my normal life. Why can't I do this year-round? Is because it takes too much time. I'm super busy, right? I got a lot going on all the time. I don't have time. I love to cook also and meal prep, but I just don't have time to do it for three, four, five meals a day, especially not meals that would be considered uh, healthy or um, you know congruent with my my goals. So uh, swinging by that store, buying I don't know. I think I buy like fifteen at a time, and I just eat them for a few days uh, for two or three meals a day, and then I eat whatever else. I want to make and then uh, I stop by there every couple days and load up that has been a game changer for me because the food tastes good it's so I'm literally prepared to eat in five minutes uh, and I stick to what I'm supposed to eat but the key is the food tastes really well and it's balanced it's usually carbs it's usually protein some fat some veggies tastes great so I literally don't feel restricted like if my wife's ordering food or we're ordering food for the kids I'm not jonesing that I can't get Thai food or pizza or Italian or, you know, what hamburgers, what, whatever we're getting for them. I'm not jonesing because what I'm eating tastes great. And I'm, I'm leaner every single morning I wake up. So why would I want to order a burger and fries when I'm eating something that tastes just as good in my opinion? And I'm happy with the way I look every morning, right? So because I'm on something that feels sustainable... I'm not feeling celebratory about day 75 because I'm just going to keep going. Like this has become pretty much habit for pretty normal for me. Right. Um, I don't know that I'll work out twice a day anymore. Uh, I want to continue doing cardio because I'm seeing benefits from that. But I think probably what I'll do, the, the 75 hard workouts need to be separate, two separate times. Part of that is because you're, you're trying to learn time management in the in the mental challenge of this program for me personally that's been a real pain in the ass with my family and the kids and and my our nighttime routine it's, it's been resulting in us getting to bed later throwing off a, a lot of our daily schedule to be quite honest 
luckily we're we homeschool our kids we're flexible both of our jobs are flexible so it hasn't affected us that much but for a person with a you know quote-unquote normal life that might be a bit of a challenge i'm gonna try to i'm planning to put my cardio with my workout so when i go to the gym in the morning i'm just going to get my 45 minutes or whatever 30 minutes of cardio right after the workout versus a separate time during the day uh, the separate session a day has been great because my wife and I have had a lot of time to talk and walk together, which we haven't done in years. So I think, uh, you know, when the weather's a little bit different, it's Maine and it's wintertime, so it's not really, uh, you know, encouraging to go outside. But it's still nice because it breaks up the monotony of the day and it does change your perspective on life to get outside. So, um, you know, we're going to figure that out. Uh, but a you know, big part of that for me guys too, to be honest, was I had a partner to do it with. If I were doing all those outdoor walks alone, they would have sucked much more. Uh, I love my podcast and my audio books. So I would have done that and that passes the time quickly, but, uh, I definitely felt, I mean, almost like cheating to be able to do it with her because it was actually enjoyable. Uh, so I'm going to wrap it up, but my point here would be guys, if you are getting on some kind of protocol like this, um, I can definitely help you, but. It's all about, to me now, sustainable eating habits. And that, to me, is, is controlling the portions, making sure things taste good. Guys, I ate literally some of the breakfast. I look forward to these breakfasts every single day. And they are some version of eggs, some version of either potatoes or biscuits, uh, some kind of bacon, turkey bacon, some veggies, some cheese. Like, every day, that's what I had. And I'm, well, you'll see when you see the pictures. Um, so I can't argue with the results, uh, and I never felt restricted because all of them were delicious. Um, some of my meals later on during the day would be like ground beef, pasta, cheese, um, and spices. Awesome. Um, some kind of pork and potatoes. I mean, like, they're just all so good. So you can find a, a number of meal prep companies I don't work with, Clean Eats or anything like that. I just happened to find them and, and found they work well for my needs. But, you know, try the meal prep companies. They don't cost a whole lot more than cooking your own food. And for me, the convenience and the results of it are well worth it. Um, yeah, so I'll uh, stay to, stay posted. I'll be posting uh, before and afters on my socials. And uh, I'll probably do another one of these soon um, uh, with, uh, like, you know, day five of normal life. Take it easy, guys.